It's time to do another special edition of Monsters and Metal. Before we start the fan episode uh, next month, which will drop every 15th, uh, we put together this uh, little little interview session with the bands from The Embrace and The Absence, uh, who were just on tour. Hopefully you had a chance to check them out when they came to your town. But uh, basically, uh, while on tour, I got a chance to talk to them, and uh, we set up the time to do some interviews, and that's what you're going to hear here. So we're going to do From The Embrace first, and that's Nick Marrero the singer from the band, and then after that it'll be The Absence, uh, talking to Jeremy Kling, the drummer from the band, so definitely something to stick around and check out. I also want to remind everybody about the fan episode. Uh, basically every week we run a poll on MonstersOfMetal.com, so just go over to MonstersOfMetal.com and you can vote on what you want to hear on the fan episode, whether it be the movie that we're going to review, the comics that we're going to review, or the top 10 countdown in terms of the music that's going to be on that episode. So go over and check that out. So without further ado, here is the From the Embrace interview. Your way 
So we are here with our first interview this time on Monsters and Metal, and I am joined by Nick Marrero from From the Embrace. What's up, Nick? How's it going? Good, good. First of all, thank you for being on here. You know, we get a lot of comic creators on here, but we, we really don't get a lot of uh, bands on here, so thanks for coming on and doing the show. Thanks for having us. So, uh, you know, I think the easy way to put it out there is, you know, who are you, what do you do, kind of let people know about the band and, and what you're up to. Uh, well, I'm Nick, and uh, I'm the vocalist for From the Embrace. We're a melodic death metal band out of Tampa, Florida, and uh, we're currently on tour right now with uh, the Absence and the Mirage Theory from Puerto Rico, and uh, just put out a new album, and uh, it's entitled The Sun Betrays Us to the Night on Total Deathcore. And we're just uh, pushing it pretty hard right now. We're on the road. Very cool, very cool. Let's talk about that the album real quick, um, just so we don't bury it in the interview. Can people go on iTunes and get it? Can they get it online? Yeah, it is. Uh, we have physical copies with us on the road. Uh, it's available on iTunes. It's available online at totaldeathcore.com. On their Bandcamp page, there's... Um, Basically available all over the internet. Sure, sure, like sure. So basically, just just find, just go online, go to Google, search from the embrace, and, and you'll find it. It's that simple. Yeah, uh, you can our Facebook page, facebook.com slash from the embrace. Very cool, very cool. Well, let's talk about your your beginnings and and music and and everything. So, how did you guys form the band, or how did everything come together to uh, start this? Uh, well, from the embrace started in. Uh, 2009, and, uh, excuse me, one second, I'm just yeah. parked in the van. <laughs> <laughs> Take it over there, Ty. Uh, anyway, uh, started about 2009, I think, and, uh, when I joined the band in 2010, uh, they didn't have a singer originally, and, uh, yeah, this is it, uh, call your sister, okay. uh, Sorry, we're actually on tour right now, and uh, <laughs> we're just in the middle of parking and finding uh, somewhere to stay. For we got tonight. you. We got you mid road trip, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, but we're good now. I just stepped out. Anyway, um, when I joined the band, they didn't have a singer. Originally, the guitar player was singing, and he didn't want to uh, really do it anymore. So I joined the band and helped kind of push it to the next level, and. Uh, just started touring, put out an EP, started touring, doing that, and then, long story short, we're going to skip ahead a couple of years, uh, we had some lineup issues after a couple tours, and um, there was a band called uh, Wire Throne, I believe it was, and we filled in for a tour for them, and then um, they filled in for a tour for us, so basically, we just really clicked together really well, mm-hmm. and... You know, we meshed together. It was perfect. 
and we just decided, look, why don't we just merge bands? And uh, it was it was just silly to have two different bands with the same lineup. So uh, we stuck with From the Embrace to keep it going. We had a, a, a larger uh, fan base. We had tours under our belt or a bigger name. And uh, that's been going on the last year or so, the merger. And so we put out the new album we've been recording this last year. And uh, here we are. <laughs> very no, very cool. That that's real cool. So, how did you guys? Um, this was originally when the tours started. You guys were uh, other than uh, Mirage Theory, a, a group of bands from from Tampa, basically touring the country. So, how did all that come about for for this tour to get started? Uh, well, we uh, I used to tour manage and do merch for the Absence uh, for a couple of years ago, and uh, I ran into Jamie downtown one day and. He told me they were going on the road, and I just asked about you know, what what they were, who they were touring with, and whatnot. And if you know it was an option, and we took an option to do the tour, and uh, we hopped on, and then Infernion was on it as well, and it just turned out to be just like a Florida death metal tour <laughs> type deal. Other than the Raj Theory, who are probably our best friends now, they've been with us the whole time on the tour, and incredible dudes those guys too so no that's awesome that that's real awesome uh yeah. you know i got to see you guys when you when you came through joliet illinois and it was a fantastic show and i i hope and Thank i you. you know it's it's one of those things where i i, I want to see you come back but i hate to say it the the crowd wasn't there for that show i don't know what the hell's wrong with everybody over here yeah joliet uh no i think joliet was honestly joliet was one of the better shows of the tour uh, I think for, for us anyway. Sure. Um, it, it was incredible. We really enjoyed Joliet, so Which, I'd, I'd love to come back there. Now, other than other than Tampa, I'll put you on the spot. Other than Tampa, um, on this tour or any tour, where, where's your favorite place to play? Uh, oh, I'm going to put Tampa on the spot and say hey, I hate playing with Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, not so much hate it, it's just the, the scene there is not what people really think it is it's when we play out of state and out of the area it's uh we get better reception kids care like it's you know the tampa is it's a bit it's a battle is what it is uh you know it's a constant like um local bands battling each other instead of working together sure it's just uh it's just a constant battle and no one cares no one stays for each other, it's it's uh, you know your band plays and your friends just leave, so it's not worth. Right, right. I follow. I follow. Yeah. So let me ask. Um, now, now that this tour is kind of coming to a close, have you guys thought about what's next? You're just gonna relax for a little while. Uh, well, when we get back, we're gonna kind of recoup a little bit and. Uh, get some stuff together, some certain things that we need to uh, take care of, some debts and stuff, and then uh, we're going to try before the end of the year, finish out this album with another run, and uh, just probably not a, a, a huge tour, but we're going to try and do something smaller, and uh, just get back out through Texas, Southeast kind of thing, Southwest, and uh, just do a little something, but uh, well, as soon as we get back, we're going to start writing for the new album. 
and get something new, fresh, and get it out there and hit the road again. So music-wise, any any influences that, that you want to mention that kind of led to you doing what you're doing right now? Uh, there's actually a lot of different influences. We've got, um, I know our guitar players are influenced uh, a lot by, like, In Flames, Dark Tranquility, a lot of European-esque uh, death metal. Uh, my vocals are more of, like, a modern kind of death metal kind of thing, and uh, it's it, it's a whole lot, honestly. We try to make our own version, I guess you could say. Sure. Yeah, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, but... <laughs> but it's honest. Yeah, that's that's mean, the thing. No, right. it, it is. It's completely honest. And that's what that's what stands out when, when you're out there and you're, you're on stage or, you know, when people are sitting and listening to your stuff. You know, not being able to say... You, if you can pick up those influences... When you hear it, I mean, it, that's that's the good part about it. But you can totally say it is completely original. That's for sure. Right. Right. Well, the, um, you know, any, I, I guess, you know, any, I'll ask you more questions about being on tours and stuff like that. Who's your favorite band that you've ever played with? Uh, ever played with in general or on tour? Either or. Uh, I don't know. We've, I've, I've played with a lot of a lot of bands, but honestly, right now. This, might be a little biased, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and say the Mirage Theory. <laughs> <laughs> they are awesome. Like every night, they just blow my mind. Now, when you and guys, they're just all they're all incredible dudes. Everyone in that band is just just insanely good at their instrument, and they they show it. So, with you guys all being on on tour and you know playing, you know every night, do you mix up your set list to to throw off the other bands when they try to come out and? And sing along to your stuff because they've heard it every night. <laughs> uh, not too much. We, we change it up a little bit when we have longer set times and and whatnot. Uh, we change it up a little bit. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's the same every night. We try to sure, sure keep in a in a routine. What are you listening to on the road? What are we listening to, like in the van? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, I think we listened to Creed's Greatest Hits. Uh, <laughs> to a lot of a lot of silly stuff, man. We try not to. Well, I I do most of the driving. I try not to listen to metal in the van because we listen to it all night, every night. So, right. right. We try to just just silly stuff, make us laugh, kind of stuff that you know we listened to like years ago for fun. Did John you Cena, have- yeah, the John Cena, uh, the wrestler. <laughs> As that rap album they put out, <laughs> pretty funny. It's actually not a bad rap album for you know a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Can it compete? Much better than the Macho Man rap album. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. Well, how about the the Shaq rap album from way back in the day? Shaq has a rap album. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, we gotta get that. One. I'm dating myself at this point. I better stop. <laughs> yeah, you're just embarrassing yourself, man. <laughs> Well, uh, let's do this. Let's let's throw it to a song uh, off of, off of your album, and uh, we'll come back and we'll switch things up, and we'll kind of cover the other spectrum of what we do here on Monsters of Metal and talk some horror. So, what song you wanna wanna throw it to? What's that? What song do you want to play? Yep. Uh, we play Where Solid Sleeps. All right, we'll give that a listen, and we'll be right back. Cool.
we are back with Nick from From the Embrace. That was a fantastic song, by the way. And where awesome, can people thank you. where can people get that album once again? Uh, you can get it on iTunes or TotalDeathCore uh, uh, on their Bandcamp. It's uh, available on Spotify, I'm sure. Uh, every major online outlet, or you can hit up uh, you can hit us up on Facebook. Facebook.com slash from the embrace. I'm sure we'll have physical copies up there. There's physical copies available on totaldeathcore.com or from us on tour at a show. You know, everything everything helps. Awesome. Awesome. All right, now we've already gone and we've already talked about the music side of things, but let, let's switch it up. Uh, are you a big horror junkie? You know, uh, I wasn't really into it until just recently I went to uh, Kirk Hammett festival horror music convention thing that they did mm-hmm. in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, and uh, I'm slowly kind of really getting into it. It's, uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of cool stuff, like uh, makeup artists, and I got to meet um, quite a few huge names in the uh, the industry, and and it was really cool. So I'm slowly kind of really getting into it. So, like, movie-wise, was there anything that, that kind of stood out when you were growing up or or anything like that? Or when you say you're just getting into it, were you not really into that kind of stuff? Um, like Halloween or, or, or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, you know what it was? Uh, when I, I'm the youngest of, like, three brothers. And uh, I never really got to watch all the horror movies because they would watch them and then they get scared and my parents wouldn't let me watch them, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't watch a whole lot of them when I was younger. And um, I watch them now, and I, and I get into them. Uh, I, I think Freddy, Freddy Krueger scared the living hell out of me when I was little, and I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I have nightmares of Freddy Krueger like, coming at me. Well, that's, well, all right. Is that still true today? Are you, are you still scared of Freddy? No, 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 okay. no, not That's at okay. all. Right. I mean, tough it up for everybody. I got you. <laughs> not too much kind of scares me nowadays, but um, you know, it, I guess it depends on the atmosphere. Or like, sure. if you're watching a scary movie, Home Alone in the Dark, you know that whole type of deal, you might get a little freaked out. Sure. I really enjoy the uh, the Scream movies. I think they're kind of funny actually. But. <laughs> Well, are you a person who, who, you know, there's those people out there who love to do the haunted houses and, and stuff like that and like to like to be afraid. Are you one of those people who, who you know, lives on the fear? Uh, you know, <laughs> I like haunted houses quite a bit. I enjoy, like, the setup of them and the, and the theatrics. Uh, as far as, like, walking through them, <laughs> uh... I dig it. I can do it. I can do it. But sometimes I, I really do. I get startled pretty easily. So it's, it's, it's really a funny sight if I'm going through there. Like for them, like the actors. <laughs> I'm setting so. you up for for horrible future tours, probably at this point. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's just bullshitting everybody. He can handle it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, yeah. As far as touring, though, I'm a, I'm a beast. I can handle it. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, to the other aspect then, were you, were you big into comic books at all? When I was little, I was pretty into them. Uh, 
I slowly got out of them. I started playing a lot of sports sure. when I was little, but I, I was into uh, what was it? The, the, the man and and uh, the Hulk. I was okay. into the Hulk quite a bit, and uh, I just kind of slowly got out of comics. But I'm kind of getting back into them because uh, we we find a lot of record stores and comic book shops while we're on tour. Okay. And uh, I, I think it was, uh, I bought a couple of the Walking Dead comic books when I was in that, uh, at that convention. Okay. Those are pretty, I didn't get a chance to look at them yet, but, but, because uh, I got home, we went to the Kirk Hammett thing in San Francisco, I got home and, like, three days later, Mirage Theory flew in from Puerto Rico and we left for tour, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have it's just been, my life's been crazy for the last, like, three months, so. Well, has it, has it been a good tour overall? Uh, you know, it's had its ups and downs, but uh, we, as a whole, for us, I think it's been awesome. We've gained a lot of new fans, a lot of good contacts. We played three different countries. You know, it's when you look at it like that. I mean, it's it's a good tour. Has it is is so. it hard to to go on the road and and you know? try to establish that new fan base you know like like you said like like when i saw you guys play there you guys you had local opening bands and then i think by the time uh you guys were going on to the time the absence played the there was less people there because i don't i hate this maybe it was curfew and they had to go home i don't know but yeah you know that's a that's a big issue when when you're touring bands um when you have local support like that if they're not weaved in throughout your lineup, if there's not like local support after, uh, when you're with like a smaller, like base tour package, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't have local support after the package, people don't care. You know, they, you know, you'll have people that stay, but I mean, for the most part, if you have a strong drawing local band play after your package, more people will stay. Right. Right. But, a lot of times that doesn't really happen. Uh, but when we book our own tours, when we go out on our own, I purposely do that. I'll put us in the middle of a bunch of local bands so that people see us. So Right. Right. No, it doesn't really make sense. I mean Right. I mean it's hard it's hard to get that, but we've been pretty fortunate. Like the people who do see us really enjoy it and they they do buy our albums and they, they buy shirts and they add us on Facebook and we see it and it's, and it's been incredible. Like they message us and that's all we can really ask for. If, if someone likes us and they like our page and they, and they message us and tell us, that's what we do it for. You know, there's no better feeling in the world than to, to know that someone enjoys what you're doing when you're doing it. Exactly. Exactly. And we even, we even featured you guys in our, our March metal madness tournament. I think you made oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. I saw that. I think you made it to the round of thirty-two. Really? I think so. I'm checking. Let's here's here's the bad that. part. I don't I don't know. I'm checking. I could tell you. I I can tell you right now. You can you can use your predictor in your head and see if you can figure out who's going to win the tournament. How about that? All right. All, All right. right. We'll get we'll get you out of here on this. So uh, we have Pantera versus Iron Maiden. Oh man. I'd have to say Iron Maiden on that. All I, right. You know, that's tough. That's really <laughs> tough. Wow. Wow. 
we were actually having a conversation about Pantera. I have a couple of Pantera tattoos because they that was a band that really got me into you know doing music. But um, Taylor, Pantera or Iron Maiden? Taylor says Iron Maiden. All right. Well, if it, if it helps, Iron Maiden so far has defeated uh, Black Sabbath and Slayer. Okay, we'll go with Iron Maiden. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, in the <laughs> in the in the new blood bracket, which you guys were in, um, right. the, the final two are Blackguard and Gypsy Hawk. Blackguard and Gypsy Hawk. Yeah, I don't know if you know either of them. I'm going to go with Blackguard. All right. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know too much about Gypsy Hawk. They're more, I know more of one of those. They're pretty rad. They're more one of those. They're, they're more on the the heavy side, the cult side of metal. Okay, okay and the. Next bracket, we got Behemoth versus Carcass. 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 I love I love them both. I'm gonna go with Carcass. <laughs> in the all right, in the last bracket, we got a Legion versus In Flames. A Legion made it that far. Huh? They made it that. In, you wouldn't believe it. A Legion has this fan base that just votes like crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, they they really come out versus In Flames versus In Flames. I'm going to vote for Elysian just because my guitar player loves In Flame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, then you got uh, Iron Maiden versus Blackguard and Carcass versus Elysian. I'm going to go with Carcass and Iron Maiden. All right, then Iron Maiden and Carcass. Who's going to take it? Iron Maiden versus Carcass. I think Iron Maiden is going to have to take this whole shebang. I think so, too. I, yeah. I I really think so. I mean, if they can defeat Sabbath and Slayer, I, I think they can take it all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they've been around a real long time, and I saw them a couple of years ago recently when they did that world tour, and it that band blew my mind. <laughs> so all right. I'm going to go with Iron Maiden. All right. All the way. Predict an Iron Maiden for the win. Gotcha. Gotcha. We got your vote counted. Uh, I'm going to ask you one more time just to remind everybody where they can go to check everything out for From the Embrace. Sure. Uh, from the Embrace uh, on Facebook is just facebook.com slash from the embrace. Uh, you can hit us up on iTunes. Uh, we have the brand new album, The Sun Betrays Us to the Night, is on iTunes. It's on uh, totaldeathcore.com. It's on Total Deathcore's Bandcamp. We've got uh, it's it's all over. We've got uh, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Just hit us up, let us know what you think, and uh, hopefully we'll see you on the road. Very cool, very cool, Nick. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Really appreciate. Thank it. you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And I, you know what? I hope when the next album comes out, or if you guys are gonna hit the road again and and do a nation tour, that we can talk to you before the tour starts and let everybody know you're coming. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely be in touch. Very cool. Very cool. So thank you for, for doing that. And now we're going to listen to another track of yours. And I'm going to choose this one, and I'm going to go with Discerning. Uh, no, no, no. No, no. Okay, we're saying no. What do you want to hear? No, no. That's uh, Discerning from some old older material. Oh, uh, okay. We don't want to hear that then. What do you got? Let's do a new, do another new song off the new album. Um and Ruined Grace is a good one, or The Sun Betrays Us, or The Betrayal of Light, sorry. It's your call, not mine. Ooh, you pick Ruined Grace and The Betrayal of Light, or The Architect, whatever you want to do. What are your three options? Architect. That's a good one. Headbang. <laughs> do it. 
welcome everybody to our next interview here on Monsters and Metal. And this time in the From the Embrace, the Absence special, I am talking to Jeremy Kling. What's up, Jeremy? How's it going, buddy? Good, good. You know, uh, just just everyone out there will get the the general gist of who you are and what do you do. Uh, well, uh, my name is Jeremy. I play drums in the Absence, and. Uh... I drink like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> now it's not just the absence that you play drums in. Didn't, didn't weren't you playing drums in uh, uh, Infernion? Yeah, I play in Infernion as well. Yeah, and uh, I do I do a lot of other session work and projects here and there. Very cool, very cool. So has drums always been the the instrument of choice? Oh yeah, I mean I I can kick around a little bit on a uh, on a guitar, but it's not too. Uh, I don't know if we'd write Mom about it and let her know. <laughs> so, um, get, can you give us all just like a kind of a background on on the absence? You know, you guys are just finishing up your tour and and everything, and just you know, for those people out there who don't know who you guys are. Um, yeah, well, we're a melodic death metal band from Tampa, Florida. We formed uh, two thousand three, two thousand four, um, around that time. Um, a couple of us got together and started writing some stuff. Uh, that was uh, Pete and I started writing some stuff, and also uh, Jamie and Patrick were, they were already in the band called The Absence. And uh, Pete and I had some songs, and uh, they had some songs, and we kind of joined forces, and we took over The Absence. Now, <clears throat> by all rights and purposes, we should have changed the band name because what the, the incarnation of The Absence at that point was not what it turned into, you know, for From Your Grave. I mean, it really, we really shaped up and all four of us kind of came together and, well, all five of us actually, with it. we got our bass player, uh, Nick, and we kind of just made, you know, that, that sound that we had on uh, our first record, From Your Grave, which came out in 2005 on Metal Blade. Sure. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we've been rocking ever since, you know. Uh, I've got three CDs out of Metal Blade. We just released a single called Oceans uh, last summer. And we're finishing up work on our EP, which should be released sometime in September. Well, that's that you segued perfectly into something I definitely wanted to talk to you about. And it was, you know, you guys released Oceans, and from there, um, you know, when what can we expect new from you anytime soon? Like, you know, well, I'd have to say it's probably going to be in the ballpark of uh, fall, and it may go into sometime into uh, winter. I'm not sure. It really, just depends on. Uh, you know, tracking, of course. Sure, yeah. sure. Are you noticing, like, any differences in going from being with the Metal Blade now to kind of doing it on your own for the most part? Well, I mean, we've already kind of paved the way with, um, we've kind of really paved the way with, it was paved by Metal Blade, so kind of now where we're at, we're, we're in a really good position. It's just, um, you know, we, we have distribution, we have, uh, you know, all that stuff for the single, and we're, gonna, we're going to have distribution for the EP whenever we do that. But that's just uh, kind of like a, we're just, we're waiting. Yeah, I mean, there's a big difference not having that big, that family there, you know, from Metal Blade, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's still good. And we actually make, we make more money now, we make, you know, a, a bigger percentage of our, um, you know, return, I mean, of course. Right, you know, right. We, we don't have... We don't have the man, and <laughs> there. we don't have the man on our backs in, in in taking that, you know. But I mean, it's a it, it's a love hate, it's a give take, it's a 
take take. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a bit of a necessary evil, and it was it was good. And I'm glad we're we're at where we're at. It's, it's nice to be free agents and be able to have some options. It's pretty cool. Go in, in, the, in the stage in our career. Go in that route. Do you do you guys see yourselves kind of going down that same road that a lot of a lot of indie bands are with like the Kickstarter and the Indiegogo go go campaigns and stuff? Oh yeah, we are, we already did that last year. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it was a. Uh, that was it. Was really good. It, it got us. Um, it got us up and out on the road. We just uh, we're finishing up right now this tour. Um, it ends uh, actually. Well, it ends. I can't say this Sunday because you said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it ends April sixth uh, in Tampa. So we're gonna finish that up and then. Um, yeah, I mean that, that was the point of the Kickstarter was to get us out on the road, get us touring, and also get us uh, into the studio, which it, it supplied both of that. It was a, it was awesome to have the fans interact with us in such a manner, and, and it's just really great to be a part of that and be able to, you know, uh, reach out to fans in such a way. Sure, sure. Tour wise, how how did everything go? I mean, it's great, man. It's been a really good run. Um, we, we got some van issues, uh, van well, vehicle issues, dare I say, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, nothing that's not normal. I mean, you know, stuff happens and uh, stuff breaks, and you just you just got to work through it. It's all part of the road. But other than that, it's been a really, uh, really, really good, great tour, actually. One thing I, I put Nick on the spot with was, uh, you know, what was your favorite? What was your favorite city? Uh, well, I mean, Vegas was really awesome. Uh, it was a really, it was a really good time. And uh, L.A. was pretty incredible. Uh, Juarez City, uh, Juarez in Mexico was, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I've ever played something as wild as that. Um, uh, New Jersey is always a blast. We love playing there. It was, it, was just, it was a really good run. I enjoyed every every step of it. Now, did you notice, uh, kind of on this tour, like like when I saw you guys when you, when you played Juliet, did you notice... Um... I, like more people like being at the show sticking around to the end to see you and, and really getting into what you did and then saying you know this is like the first time I've seen you and that was awesome after after you're done one more time I lost I didn't hear that last oh time. yeah when like when you did, did you have people coming up to you after the show who, who maybe showed up to see an opening band or, or something like that who were like really excited to, to meet you afterwards and like whoa how come I've never heard of you before stuff like that um, no, because for, for the most part, the people that came out, like, especially, especially, like, up the East Coast, we, we played there a lot. We had a lot of just, a lot of core fans came out. Um, we did, we did make some new, new fans, you know, basically people just come up to us and, you know, say that they really enjoyed it, but for the most part, it was just, like, fans, you know, they're just in the front row singing, it was unbelievable, actually. Sure. It was a, it was a really good time, especially when, once we got out towards the West Coast, and, you know, it was nuts. <laughs> now, when you were when you, you I, up to, I believe it was the the Juliet show. Uh, you guys, you were doing double duty in, in both bands. Was that was that tiring for you? Did you were you was it something that you prepped for for the most part? Um, no, I'm going to go ahead and quote uh, Woody Harrelson from Zombieland, and he said that you don't see a lion stretch before he takes down a gazelle. So. <laughs> I just went. I just went ahead and I just jumped into it. I, I did my warm up for the absence was the Infernion set, which was, it was they're two totally different techniques. Uh, to answer your question completely, did it wear me out? Um, no, I mean the, the road itself wears me out. You know the lack of sleep, the the 
crappy sleeping environment, the, you know, the drinking. <laughs> uh, but it, uh, it, playing, playing wasn't too bad. It was, it was okay. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Inferno was a really great warm up for the absence of the, like I said, it was a completely different technique, whereas Inferno is brutal death metalness. My technique for that was like a laid back, relaxed, calm focus versus the absence. We kind of, I kind of pepped up the step a little bit more, hit a bit harder and, a little more rock and roll, you know, headbanging and, you know, whatnot. Sure, sure. So. While you guys are driving around, what what do you typically listen to on the road? Oh, other people farting. <laughs> As in other people in the vehicle, or... <laughs> oh, I mean, that's, off, that's, off, that's an avant-garde comeback, brother. That's weird. truck <laughs> stop. No, um, I don't know. Music-wise, I, I like some really bizarre shit, man. I really like Tim and Eric, so I end up listening to a lot of their songs, which it's probably not even healthy to listen to, but I just, I just enjoy it. I think it's beyond comprehension. I don't, I don't get it, you know, so I'm into it. Um, musically, I, I don't really listen to too much. I mean, a little bit. I listen to Alice in Chains, the new record, while we're out there on the road, and I listen to Bjork. I guess I've listened to Bjork quite a bit. And a bunch of typo negative. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say so. Music. Say that, oh, go ahead. That, that's about it. Okay. You know, me... Musically, like any influences, like for yourself, to, that got you into wanting to be a drummer and and pursue this. Uh, for sure. I'd have to say my uh, my brother was a big influence on me because he plays drums. He's six years older than me, and him and I started at a very very young age, and. Um, yeah, it would be, it'd be him. I mean, of course, Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Um, I really like Deftones. Abe Cunningham is fantastic. And uh, Tim Alexander from Primus. Um, uh, the metal, I mean, the, the list goes on and on for metal. There's plenty of, plenty of death metal drummer heroes that I have that are out there. Sure, sure. All right, well, before we switch uh, over and, and throw it to one of your songs here, uh, where can people find The Absence online? Um, we have a... A Facebook page, which is, um, I believe it's uh, facebook.com forward slash the absence official. Um, we have a Twitter page. I don't even know what the hell a Twitter is, so I don't <laughs> know what that is. And uh, um, Instagram. We're, yeah, we're, we're on all those social media sites. I know, I, you, I know you got a store, too, and there's a link to, to your store on uh, your Facebook page. Yeah. yeah. Big cartel, I want to say, is who we're with for that. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, let's let's uh, play one of your tracks, and we'll come back, and, and we'll talk some more. So what what song you want to listen to? Well, let's just go ahead and kill him, man. Let's go ahead and play the murder off of, uh, off of uh, Riders of the Plague. All right. We'll play that, and we'll be right back.
edit, editing. <laughs> All right, so we are back uh, talking to Jeremy Kling from The Absence, and uh, hi, how's it? Hi, how's it going, everybody? Hello, hi. <laughs> so uh, now, now I'm totally gonna flip everything on you, and we're gonna kind of talk about the other stuff that we do here on Monsters and Metal, and. Um, I guess, you know, are you a big horror buff? Do you like horror movies, horror stuff? Are you are you calling me a horror right now? I'm I trying. I'm trying to. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, as, as a matter of fact, I do. I, I do like quite a bit. I have a Evil Dead Ash tattoo on my back left leg. Um, uh, I, like, I like lots of horror movies, as a matter of fact. All right, well, uh, let, let me start there then. Uh, do you which which Evil Dead do you prefer? Army of Darkness is included. Um, you know, I like I like two, of course. I like I like two because I can watch it with my kids. I tried to watch one with my kids, and it was just I was like, "Fuck, I don't remember this movie being this brutal." <laughs> <laughs> it, it had been it had been a while since I watched it, but you gain a new perspective on movies whenever you watch them with your children. At least I do. I, mean, I don't know. If that's Evil Dead 2. I really like um, Army of Darkness, and I I really like the remake too. I'm I'm a fan of it, and I know a lot of people. It caught flag, and people were like, "eh" about it, but I'm into it. I like it. It wasn't it wasn't as bad as as some people had said when I finally got a no. chance to see it. No, it was brutal, man. I thought it was fucking brutal. Just the the gore in it alone, and the the creepiness of that that damn siren that they had in the soundtrack was no. I loved it. I thought it was good. <laughs> So do you? Just, so when it comes to horror, do you have like a, a certain way you like to go? Do you like like the the Asian ghost stuff? Do you like the gore stuff? Do you like kind of like the B movie horror? Do you have a preference? Uh, no, I don't really lean towards one way or the other. I mean, I kind of just like what I like. Um, you know, even even if some of it's like stupid or campy or even I don't know, I I, I get into I get into what I get into, and there's no real rhyme or reason. I just I just like it. Or sure. I don't. Sure. One thing that that we had talked about at the at the show, not that you're going to remember this, but you you had pointed out when I brought up the horror thing, you pointed out a new shirt that you guys had on the tour. It was a werewolf shirt. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, I do, I definitely remember. And I was telling you about Chris Ott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. So how did how did that come about? I I know people can't see the shirt <laughs> right now when we're talking about it, but you you guys had a an artist do a werewolf shirt for you, right? Um. His name is uh his name is Chris Ott. His name of his company is uh London eighteen eighty eight. And uh him and I are actually in a grind uh, this thing, he's actually the singer in, in a grind band that I play in and that band is called Ninety Minute Reflex. And uh Chris Chris is a near near and dear friend to me, um, a great guy and a really fantastic artist. I've really I've really watched him grow, I've helped him, I've helped you know, just like being a friend and just even pushed him, you know, you know it's like he was uh, contemplating on starting doing art. And I was just uh, started pushing him in the, into it. I'm like, yes, I mean, I like what you're doing. I like this design. He started making like stickers and stuff, and it really is just he's grown his brand in such a matter that uh, it's it makes you proud. I mean, he just did this uh, Mad Monster party, and um, he's hanging out with fucking Hulk Hogan and Mean Gene and uh, Jimmy the Heart, <laughs> and and he's making artwork for them and they're all they're all signing and hanging out it's really it's really incredible he's really doing a great job art wise oh go ahead and yeah and what i was telling you was that he did a he did the poster for um uh, Kirk Hammett's i think fear fest or i don't, I don't know exactly yeah. what it was called yeah 
he had doing the poster artwork for that, which came out pretty pretty damn cool. Well, that's that's real cool. Okay, so shirt wise, since people don't know what we're talking about because they haven't seen it, is it something you guys might be putting online to to sell? We're we're definitely going to put it online after this tour. Okay, very cool. So that's something that you can go to the absence on he, Facebook he actually, to find. He's actually designed a he's designed a couple T-shirts for us. Um, he designed the moon design, which I know that's already up online right now, and I don't know if it's called the moon design. I don't know, but you can tell it's a moon and it has our logo. And he's also designed. Um, uh, like I said, that werewolf, and um, yeah, he—I believe he's going to be doing the entire EP layout as well. Cool, very cool, very cool. Okay, oh, yeah. so sticking sticking with the art thing, then we switch into the the comic book realm of what we do here on the show. And it's mostly horror comics, but I got to ask, were you into comics growing up? No, I really wasn't. I didn't. I had a buddy of mine who read Spawn, and he had every single one, and uh, he collected all the toys and all that. So, I mean, I guess I, I kind of. I read some of them, but comic books never really did it for me. They never uh, held my attention long enough. Sure, sure. Then you watch The Walking Dead on TV. A lot of people at least say, "Oh no, no. oh god!" I, I choked down the first season, <laughs> and I, I really, I really fought to get through the second season. And I wanted to, I want to take an ice pick and run full speed into a wall with it in front of my face. I couldn't make it for, through the first two episodes, so don't don't feel bad about that. Oh, I, hey, listen, I I, <laughs> I can't stand it. I talk to people like, dude, you totally just had to make it to the third season. I'm like, dude, I totally will never watch the third season. <laughs> there's there's actually no point for me to do that. That's the... <laughs> all right. Well, how about this? Uh, do you have a, a horror movie that is kind of like a cult favorite of yours that might, people might not know about that that you recommend they check out? Oh, I doubt it. I'm pretty much a, you know, freaking hipster, I guess, when it comes to that. I, like. <laughs> I, I don't really like any underground stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I, I like what I like. I really like American Psycho, but of course everybody knows that. So. That's a fantastic movie, though. Well, fantastic book, too. But... Great movie, great movie. Okay, uh, well, there's... there's... I have to return some videotapes. <laughs> you trying to get out of here early? <laughs> no, uh, a straight cat. I love when the I love when the ATM says that. It's like, oh, <laughs> just picks it right up, puts the gun to its head. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. I de- I do want to tell you, um, congratulations! You guys made it into the uh, the Sweet Sixteen of the Monsters of Metal uh, March Metal Madness tournament. Oh, excellent! And Very cool. Someone, someone, someone was commenting all the time on it. Um, but no, uh, so congratulations on that. And um, you know, we we highlighted you guys on on that episode of the show as well. But you did not make it into the elite eight. I'm sorry okay. to say, but I do want to at least ask you who you think is going to win the tournament. Do a little prediction for us. Okay. And at, the, at, the, at the moment, we're down to the final four. Final four, go ahead. All right, we got Iron Maiden versus Blackguard in our Masters versus New Blood. Uh, Iron Maiden versus Blackguard? Yes. Um, okay. Oh, I, I got to pick one of those. Two. You got to pick one. Yep. Yeah, I'll give you the other the other matchup in a, after you pick oh, that one. Ten four. I understand. Without a doubt, Iron Maiden. No All doubt. right, and then in our other bracket, we have Behemoth versus Allegion. Uh, you know. I'm not too big of a Behemoth fan, and I really like the guys in the Legion. Um, Greg is a great dude and a good friend of mine. Um, him and his, uh, his wife are both great, uh, wonderful people. Um, I would, uh, I'll go with the Legion. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll... So who, who are you taking for the win? You going with Iron Maiden or Legion? 
Oh, Iron Maiden for sure. Iron Sorry, Maiden though. for sure. <laughs> that's, that's like a that's like a damn fish in the barrel, though, man. Come on, look. that's easy. How do you top that? Well, just just so you know, if you didn't see it, you guys originally uh, defeated Amorphous and then Abiotic. Oh, excellent, cool. Those, are, you, those are some uh, friends of ours from uh, Florida. But you did lose to In Flames. That's that's oh, the band that took oh, you down was inflamed. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. All right, cool, man. That's really that's really cool. But no, um and you know, it, it is what it is. So uh that that's kind of gonna gonna wrap up everything here. But no, Jeremy, I, I definitely wanna thank you for, for taking the time uh, off of the tour, I know. I know you, the tour is almost over, and hopefully everyone out there got a got a chance to check you guys out. And hopefully next time you go on tour, we'll we'll do something before you go on tour, so we tell everybody that you're coming. For sure, yeah, let's, let's definitely do that. And no problem, man. Uh, it's my pleasure to do the interview, and I appreciate you doing the uh, interview with us. And thank you. And uh, just to remind everybody uh, where they can go online to find you and everything that you do. I'm sorry, one more time, oh, what was that? Yeah, where can everyone go online and, and find you and, and everything that you do? Uh, well, I mean, I, I have my own Reverb Nation page. It's just Jeremy Kling, J-E-R-A-M-I-E-K-L-I-N-G. And, uh, you know, the band has the Facebook and everything, and every band that I play in has the Facebook, so either I'm turning on or, um, or uh, OB Absence or 90-Minute Reflex. I'm also about to record a record with my buddy, um, yeah, so he plays guitar in Infernion, and he's the he's the guitar player also in the absence. He takes her spot when he's not around, and he's actually probably going to end up being a, a permanent fixture in the band anyway. So we'll do an Iron Maiden three guitar vibe. Which nice. We could that we could use that anyways because we have so many uh, harmonies and melodies. Um, but his name is Taylor, and we're, I'm going to play drums on his uh, his black metal band called Immersed, and it's, we're going to be coming after Puritanical from. Uh, uh, Demon board here, so we're going to be going after that. We're going to be gunning for him. Very First, nice. We'll, it'll just be like a, you know, an, an, like an homage to it, but you know, we'll, you never know. That's but, awesome. Um, That's awesome. I love how you're. I love how, in the matter of talking to you, you've admitted that you're in like five different bands. Oh yeah, no, at least. <laughs> uh, a drummer sitting up at home is a, uh, you know, a bad thing. I need to be doing something. <laughs> All right. I would feed my kids and keep the keep the train rolling. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you go and let you let you get back to it. But thank you once again for for being a part of this. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll get it out there. We'll hopefully get the word out there. And then the next tour, you guys roll through Joliet again, and I'll come see you. Okay, excellent, bro. Thank you very much.